Hello and welcome to the Footy Truths Podcast, the only football podcast that anyone ever needs to listen to. Today I'm joined by Dara. Hello, hello. Would you like to say anything, Dara, before we get into it? Uh, I'm a Manchester United fan, poor Premier League fan, just poor soccer fan overall, but I'm here, I'm excited. How, how would you say you're not ball knowledge? Oh, my ball knowledge, it, it has its moments. Well, this is going to be an interesting podcast then, isn't it? So. Yeah, well, I'll do the best. Let's get into it, right. Man United, why are they shit? Um, there's many possible answers to that one, Jim. Sure. Look, I think the new manager is going to take time, obviously, too much time. But That's like, a great GAA answer. Can you, get, can you get to the lead great? Look, it's new manager. They've had... Trial and error with a lot of managers now. Some had their moments. Ollie had his time in the sun. He did. Jose even managed to get the title, even though he's a dire manager. What, what title um, did Jose get? FA Cup. That's not a title. Yes. FA Cup. <laughs> I'd still. Look, it's still more titles than Arsenal have won. Well, if we're taking FA Cups as titles, then we've won a lot more. <laughs> now, I am a big fan of the FA Cup, but it's not a title. <laughs> that is very fair I love you with that one although it does contain more teams in England than the Premiership oh, oh. Now we can't hashtag United as a big club though is that what we're saying oh, when Harry Maguire scored um, against like Spencer Owen's going to hear this podcast now he's going to have a go at you for that oh, yeah, hopefully he will come on but I hope there's no hard feelings because I'm a big fan of hashtag United as I was saying Ten Hag he's, he's not even halfway through the season yet we give them time to progress. You've seen moments where they've been absolutely stellar. Like they've had some amazing performances. Sure, we've had a couple of bad ones. But at the same time, like you look at City. I know City done us in 6-3. But at the same time, there's three goals they scored. Three goals once the B team came on, would you say? Oh, you have three subs to make. They can't five. make five subs. Jeez, yeah. lads. Wow, when did that happen? Learned the rule. I think it was last year. Last year, last year I think it was. Now I'm gonna actually bring the real reason why it's gone bad for him. Start Ronaldo. <laughs> I'm pissed off. He sat on the bench. He's the best player ever. He is the goal. Now, I will agree with you to a level, but he doesn't fit Ten Hag's style of football. It's very quick. It's very forward pushing. Ronaldo, he's an amazing player. I will sing his praises till the cows come home, but. He doesn't fit the style of football that Ten Hag is wanting to play. But my issue there is, when you say players not getting started, Casemiro. Casemiro is you're after paying. Well. You're after paying some outstanding money to sign him. And McFred lives on. For oh God am I now? That's my issue. <laughs> we'll get into that now in a minute. <laughs> but that's my issue. Look, Casemiro. At least he might hop off Haaland or something. Can't look scared no. of him. You put the butcher with Casemiro. <laughs> I think Haaland isn't getting three goals. He's getting a broken knee. Yeah, no one can complain about oh, Harry Maguire needs protection because Casemiro's going to protect him. Look, Harry Maguire, he had his little run as a captain. He had lovely little time with us, but it's time to move on. We have the butcher, we have Varane. If you put Casemiro in there, we have some good CDMs there. It's just implementing it now and getting a move on. But I do think Casemiro on the bench, after paying that much money for him, he's still a top-class CDM. He deserves to be played. 
Look, he's always going to be one of the top players of all time. Whether it's his time to move on from United or not, I don't want to see him move. But at the same time, he doesn't fit the style of play. Unless they're willing to change up the tactics and give him his type of football. Like Ali played Ronaldo's type of football, at least. Yeah. Ten Hag is very high-pressing, forward-going. Ronaldo hasn't got enough time on the ball to do his flicks and tricks, to do his superstar quality moves. I think, I think moves. he's gotten a bit it's that age now where he has lost a bit of pace. Well. You can exactly. see it in his game. It's very quick-moving, yeah. fast-moving yeah. ball, whereas Ronaldo just... He's still an amazing reader of the game. He's lightning pace, but just not as quick as he used to be. Speaking of him moving on, actually, I've heard an interesting rumour. Do you want to hear it? Well, of course. Apparently, now, this is on another podcast, which I won't mention because other podcasts are shit and I don't want to hype them up. You'll get copyrighted. Pitch side, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, interestingly enough, actually, I got the inspiration for this podcast because I listened to Pitch Side and I said to myself, they're, I, they're actually talking a load of shy here. I can do that. There's nothing, so here I am. There's nothing they can do that you can't do better, James. Exactly. So basically, one of them has an authority from like someone who works at Chelsea that the reason Tuchel got sacked is because he didn't want to sign Ronaldo. And Mr. Oh, I'm American. I want to spend loads of money. was like, oh, I want a big name. I want Ronaldo for branding. But Tuchel mm. was like, I mean, Lukaku was shy. Ronaldo's mm. definitely not going to drop in. And now, I can say... I, I can understand Mr. Big Man America, his point of view, but at the same time, I don't think Ronaldo's the right choice for them. They're, I know they're a dying club, but I don't think Ronaldo's what they need. They need somebody young, fresh. Now, I don't know whether they'd be willing to splash the cash on Kylian Mbappe or the likes of him. Kylian Mbappe? It's an interesting. No. I think... You heard it here first, Mbappe to Chelsea. No, I think they just need... A younger player, Ronaldo, he's seen his days, no disrespect to him at all. I still think he's a stellar player. I watched he's him all last year. Look, he's old enough to be our out lad. No, he yeah. might have had us at <laughs> <laughs> he might have only had us at nineteen, but by God he's old enough to be our out lad. So look oh. yeah, the thing is though, I don't think you'll get another player like Ronaldo because Haaland is good no. he is. He doesn't he doesn't make me want to But then you look <laughs> God yeah, he's very. He just uses his limbs. There's nothing flashy or techy about what he, he does. He's just a big man that scores that. He just gets in the right space and throws his body at it. That's and true. it's two of his goals against United were that exact thing. Yeah. Now, the header, absolutely fabulous. Yeah. But the other two goals were right position and throw your body at it, see what you get over. He just throws his legs up in the air, doesn't he? Like, he's, Three, six foot five, he's like, thrown. he's like glass handed, like less cool. Jez, he could stand on halfway, <laughs> fall over, and be halfway to the end line. <laughs> you know, he'd probably put the ball in the back of the net as well somehow. God, he would. Like you say, he's not. There's nothing flashy to his game. There's not. He's not hitting shots into the top bins like Ronaldo would be. But at the same time, he's a fabulous player. He kind of goes with the basics of the game. He's not a very flashy player. He's not going to pull out a Rebona or. No, Elastico out of nowhere. It's just I mean, not his style. Wise, he's probably going to be better than Messi over Ronaldo. But in terms of actual football, well, ability, funny you say that. I read a stat today. At the age of twenty-two, Ronaldo had scored forty competitive goals. Messi had scored thirty-eight. Erling Haaland has one hundred and twenty-two. 
At the age of 22 years of age. Did he stop back in the Farmers League? Now, you can say that what you like. But I, I suppose he's doing the same thing in the Prem. He's making the Prem out to be Farmers. So. Exactly. You can say it all you like, but as many as there are weak teams in Germany and the likes of France, those type of places, you'll put them against well, the same side in the Premier League. I'd like to see the outcome. I suppose at the same time, you can say there's they're like, they're Farmers League in the Prem. You've still got to play the odd game against like Wolves at the minute, or you've got to play Bournemouth. Everyone's beaten Bournemouth. Exactly. All every league has those teams. Liverpool scored nine playing. against Bournemouth, and Liverpool aren't even hitting their heights this Jesus. year. That's a point. Uh, so anyway, what I've also got to get on to is Arsenal winning the league, and that's official. I know it's only October, but our second ball is in full flight. Would you agree? No. What do you I mean wouldn't. no? I would highly Did you not watch Oliver Ruffin? Arteta is the man. Look. Trust the process. You've already lost your unbeatable season. It's what you've been clinging on to for a while now. It's only, I say... You've lost it. No one else has got an unbeatable season. Well, no, but this season, you're not going to get your second unbeatable season. Ah, Man City. Man City. No one's going to beat. No. I'd say, I can put money on it by Christmas. Arsenal have dropped off that top spot. Or only sitting mere points ahead of City. And in a title race like that, when it comes down to the wire, I don't think Arsenal are holding up against a side like City. Do you reckon second though, same time? I can say second. I would say second. Being a bit more realistic, because to be honest, they are going to have a patch where... Look, I would say, if if that Arsenal side can get a second, I'd count that as a win for them. I must say though, it's a lot. They have been playing much better. Like, Grand Jack has been much better this year. Gabriel Jesus is actually a good striker. He's not going to do 10 front flips after scoring a tap-in. He's got, he's got a bit about, you know, he was at City and he looked okay at City, but then City yeah. have the Bruyne at Grealish, Ford. Exactly, the point I'd make is, at City, he wasn't given that time to shine. He, and at the same time, how is he meant to stand out, like you said, when you're in a team with the Bruyne, when you're in a team with Bernardo Silva, you have all these fabulous players around you that can do it all. Now he's going to think with Saka, who's just going to play him the ball all the time, and he's also sure. going to play <laughs> I will say, I think Gabriel Jesus could be one of the best signings Arsenal has made in a long time. I definitely agree. I'd say he's the best signing since maybe Alexis Sanchez. At the time now, yeah, so definitely. Yeah, no, no, maybe Sanchez took, he's not, look, his career has gone to the dogs now, but definitely at Arsenal. Uh, United would do that to you, though. <laughs> God damn. Uh, he should have stayed at Arsenal. That's not, that's no. not for today. I would say Meza Ozil, just a quick point. He should have been given more playing time. I think it was to do with something to do with politics more so than football. Yeah, he he just didn't get that fair chance at the same time. But anyway, we won't mention that because any Chinese people listening now, this is a safe podcast. <laughs> I want my dog back. Won't be in your curry. <laughs> I don't want to be in your curry. Oh, that for that might need to get cut out. Actually, that's a bit. Bit much. I'd be alright. <laughs> Are we gonna leave that one in? I assure you will. For strict purposes, that is a joke. Um, okay. I would like to point out the views of James Moore do not represent the views of this podcast. I know he runs the podcast. He owns the podcast. It's all his equipment, but his views do oh, not okay. represent the podcast. Really gonna do me like that? Okay, anyway. So should we get into our main topic of the day, which is Premier League predictions from now? Now, do you want to do position by position, or will I call out mine, and then we'll go for yours? We'll go... We'll, 
You go through yours first and then give your reasoning for some of your spots and then I'll do the same. Okay, I want, so I want to hear the experts' point. want to hear the real juice. This is the funny truth. So this is, this is the funny truth right so here. So we're starting down the bottom. The podcast personified. So in last we've got bored with basically just because they've got nothing. There's no player on that team that I look at and go, he's good, I want it. Now I would say, Bournemouth, since they first came up back in Eddie Howe's time, I've always liked them as a squad. So I would be very disappointed to see them go down. I would be, but it's a, it's a different team. I like the Ryan Fraser, the Callum Wilson, those sort of players. I do. I don't really like the players they have now. And in 19, Wolves, just because they've sold so many players and they haven't been, like they've got the smallest squad. I only know this because, you know, Evan. Evan, who um, might be on this podcast at some stage. I was going to say, there's a certain young fella probably listening out there who will be very upset to hear you say that, James. I know. And you could be getting a strongly worded text or email. I could get a email. strongly worded email. All complaints can go to footytruthpodcast.com. No, he could have this podcast taken down on you. He could have a reported for saying such slanderous things. He doesn't have that power. He's not, he's not going to sort anything out. Ah. <laughs> we'll see. So I wonder to find out. I, I'm actually gonna have to take the call. So you know what? You maybe do your bottom three. Right. I've got Southampton. Perfect. Right. Hello everyone. So James left the podcast and left me in charge. Uh, he's given his wonderful mother a call. She's currently ringing him, so he has to step away to take the call. And I hope everything is well. Uh, for my bottom three, I have Nottingham Forest. They're nothing special. Look, it was lovely seeing them in the Prem, but Tara. I am absolutely fine. Thank you very much, Sam. Oh, okay. Now, that was James's lovely mother being very kind and offering me food. Um, so, like I said, Nottingham Forest, lovely seeing them in the Premier League, but... Tara, lads, you've had your time. It's like James, the Arsenal fan, would say, it's time to go. It's time to go. What did I miss? Sorry, I, I was just informing him about how lovely your mother is and how you had to step away for a personal call. I might have to, I might have to cut that out. <laughs> but I, said, I don't know how to cut stuff out. All oh, this is going in. I had such a lovely segment saying okay, what so I want to No, I've done, I've had my lovely talk about Nottingham Forest. Okay, you're how, you're three, so let's go. Right, so at 19, I have Southampton. Look, I've loved them, watched them all through the years. James Ward Prowse. Now, no free kicks like Chris MD, it's but. Right. Chris MD is a better baller than anyone in the Premier Right, that's the topic for another day. Um, <laughs> Southampton, look, they just don't have the squad. Now, I will point out the issue is every time they get a good player, Liverpool, what's that? You want them? There you go, lad. Have them. No worries at all. Every good player ever to come out of Southampton has gone tired. Liverpool or Spurs. That's true. It's that's very that's true. That's a fact right there. That's, that's not even a joke. Say, when he was good, Danny Ings. Where'd he go? Liverpool. Van Dijk. Most expensive player. And what did they do with that money? Spent none of it. Or spent it on... They spent it on jobs. A few, a few um, three mil players. Then at 18 I have Crystal Palace. Oh, I quite like Palace. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. It's a quite a nice squad. I do like Crystal Palace. But 
like you said, it could be time to go. They've been inconsistent. Maybe nothing club, I would say. Or consistently inconsistent. Every year they will have a few good performances, but then they're still stuck at mid-table. And I don't think they can go on at that much longer. I get what you're saying there. So will I, will I go to 10 then? And let's get back to you just to keep the core format we've got here. Go for it. Okay, so 17 they've got Leicester. Like, just because they haven't won a game yet. But I feel like maybe they change the manager. Maybe they get Big Sean Dyke in. That could be a shout now. Big Sean yeah. Dyke. I do like Brendan Rodgers, but I just... Whether it's time to develop they need, but when you're sitting down the bottom of the table like they are at the minute... You don't have very much time to develop and come on. It's kind of you need to fight for your place straight away. Yeah, and then for 16, I've got Forrest because they made so many signings. Like, it's not working in a minute, but surely it has to eventually. They've got Bolly, Kuyate, Lingard, proven Prem players who should be half decent. But then when you put them in to the squads, will they work with the rest of them? I don't know, they signed 17 players, so you, you can only play 11. It's a whole new squad. You can only play 11. And what if you're keeping some of the lads? That's very true. Now, if they get relegated, then you have the question, will all those 17 players stay with them? Oh, they're heading, none of them are heading back to the championship, I'll tell you that. God, Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard, he might stay, actually, because he, uh, he only does dances, really. He's a dancer more than the football. <laughs> yeah, but how is he meant to go viral in the championship? Because he, he can have more, more goals, he can do more dances. Very fair. But then he won't have the well, witty banter. Did Mitrovic go, what, 40 goals last year? No, he's been decent in the brand, but before that he was just the championship merchant. <laughs> okay, now 15, I've got Villa. Nothing really to say about Villa. Villa is just Villa. Bog standard, really. 14, Everton, because they're, they're not, well, they're not, I don't see them going down just because they're a club that know how not to go down. I don't see them doing well either. 13, they've actually got Palace that you have to go down. What's your reason for keeping them up? Now they're currently. I feel like Wilfred Zaha has his moments, and he gets to like they win through a bit of quality from two or three players. They win some games. Now, I do agree with you there, but I don't see them winning enough games to keep them up. I can see them winning a few games, having a few inspirational moments with their young squad, but I don't think that young squad is enough to keep them up. And to be honest with you. I think Wilfred Zaha has needed a move for quite a while. To I, th- I always think Palace suits him because he doesn't seem good enough to be in like a City or an Arsenal or a, a But at the same team, he can only look as good as the team around him. I suppose that is true, but he's always been linked to him. It's, it's never really happened for the lads. Look, whether it's loyalty or a shite manager or a shite, yeah, a shite manager can't get the contracts pushed through, I don't know. but leave Patrick Vieira God, I think <laughs> I just think it's time for him to move on, and I think pa- Palace going down would be the right time to do it. Okay, interesting. First, we've got Fulham. Now, another team that's been doing well, I think they're sixth or seventh in the table, but I just don't see it staying through. I know they've looked good in games, so I think that's enough. They're going to stay up, and they're going to be relatively there, but I just don't see it being a, a big, a big in- input into. Them. And for 11, they've come with Leeds, because Leeds are, Leeds are just such a good club to watch. I love watching Leeds. Are you, they're one of my favourite teams. I'm they? fully with you there, James. Yeah. Agreed. Then, okay, so, so we'll go 16 to 11, so now for you. Right. Or 17, I have to put as well. At 17, I had the notorious Wolverhampton Wanderers. You see them getting Wolves. out of the relegation battle. Ooh. 
I do. Now, I think their squad is not what it used to be. Like you said, they made a lot of transfers, but I still think they have a heart of a squad to get back up. You know, like I seen the other day, I couldn't believe. They've still got an amateur aura. I did I see that. He was gone. He was oiled up and he was ready to go. <laughs> he was buzzing. The big man. <laughs> God, did you see that video? A big oil. oiled up, yeah, because when they go to grab him, it comes straight off. Jesus oh, Christ, he's too rough. I'm, I'm going to try that at Junior C next year. By God. See how it goes. Do a Sunday League, James. Oh, Show him how trade you done. Like I said, I do think they still have a heart of a squad to get out. And to be honest, I don't see them coming below Palace, Southampton and Forest. Okay. Now, at 16, I had Leicester. Now, Leicester are currently, as we speak, in a relegation battle. Last one point. Going down now, one Monday. They're Four just back. above Forest, yeah. sitting just up. And... I think Brendan Rodgers, he's a well-seasoned manager. He has plenty of seasons in him. He knows what it takes to win. I think he can pull it out. I think all they're missing is move Jamie Vardy from Red Bull onto Monster. So he has... Good shout, good shout you know. And instead of Skittles, give him wine gums. Give him wine Get the glue... Yeah, fruit pastilles. Get the glucose yeah, into him. No, I think it might be... By time to leave the kebabs be. Yeah, get through pastillas into them, bit of glucose, get the sugar pumping. Get the sugar pumping is right. Okay, now who do you have after then? I, at 15, I have Fulham. Fulham. Now, Fulham are having an alright season at the minute, but. Mitrovic is good. Mitrovic is good, good, but has he got the squad around him to stay consistently good? It's true, because he, for a big man, he makes a lot of his own goals. Exactly. He can kind of bully his way through the crowd of the big Premier League defenders. So I had Fulham here because as good as they are at the minute, as good as Mitrovic is, look, if he's tired or unfit, he has an off day. When he's playing that often, I think it's they're going to gradually slip. Mm. Uh, you could be right. I still see him getting a lot of goals, though. Yeah, God. But then I see Fulham just wouldn't have the defence to keep the other team out. So as many as Mitrovic will score, he'll never... You wouldn't see him knocking in a hat-trick, but you'll see him getting the 1-2. You'll see him getting 1-2. He's into big clubs as well. That's all. He does have that calibre. Anyway, continue. Now, then, at 14, I have Bournemouth. And I'm crossing my fingers that my prediction will be right here. As their team, I've enjoyed watching over the years and I wouldn't like to see them go down. I believe... Their club, they're built from the ground up. They've come through the ranks. They've had their time in the championship. And I think it's time for them to stay in the prem. Now, at 13, I have Aston Villa. Like we yeah, said earlier. Close to where I had them in 15. They're kind of... Like you said earlier, yeah. just bog standard team. I mean, they've got Philly Coutinho and Danny Ings there. Danny Ings is. This is a Declan football Ray. podcast we should really know, but I mean... We'll, we'll, we'll say we'll he is for a minute. We'll allow the few no, mistakes. That's a big slip. No. He's a slip. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get plenty of hate over that one, James. Yeah, I know, because we're going to get 10,000 views. Look. Okay. Next one. I have Everton. Now, Everton, their team is very on and off, but at the end of the day, they're a mid side table. I, I don't think just history, I think, will drag them through if that makes sense. Yeah, I was worried just, for him because without Richardson, I always felt Richardson was their only good player at times. That but, I can see being very true, but they're just a bog standard team. Yeah. They're 
you see them in the middle of the prem each season they might scrape out a seventh one year or one year or another but I don't see them coming up there this year. Then at eleven we have lovely, lovely leads. That's exactly where I have them. So we can tell now, that is a bona fide prediction right there. Leads that is, that's perfect right there. I can tell you we can come to the end of the season, that'll be at eleven James. And then you'll be saying, I heard it first on the True Fully on the Fully Truth podcast. You've heard it from the expert talks. So Leeds will be my father's childhood club. I have a lot of love for Leeds, yeah. He'd have a lot of love for Leeds. We'd still cheer him on every weekend. Wouldn't follow it. He wouldn't follow it as much now. But if he heard Leeds got the result, he'd still be cheering. Then at ten we have Brentford. 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 Another prediction. I have them in the same spot. Look, I think they're a good squad. They've performed well this season, but I think. They've reached their max, their limit. I mean, 10th is their max, maybe. Definitely for this year, anyway. Tony and Mbumu, and they've got some other great players, but I think that is, that's about it for them. That's, that's their tipping point. Yeah, and then ninth. I have Newcastle. Newcastle? No. I think the first year with money, maybe. Ninth probably in and around, maybe, where you yeah. would expect to see them. No, I'm glad to see them there. They've brought in a good squad. They're Isaac, playing well. I brought in Isaac. They brought in a few other players, so I think Almiron is quite Look, good. They have a good squad in there at the minute. They're performing all right. I don't think they have enough to give a old job at the top. But I think they're doing well enough considering the first season with money. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, I would say. Now, do you want me to stay yes, on there? Perfect. Six well. At eight, we have West Ham United. Now... They're a bit underperforming at the minute, but they're a decent squad. They have a heart of a club. You see them in the Olympic Stadium. They still manage to sell out decent tickets. They the have players the are still there as well. You've got Rice, Antonio. Exactly. They're still, they're still in the squad. Jared Bowen even. Just waiting for their time to give that push. When they need it, when they need that push, it'll be there. And it has been for the last few seasons that they've always managed to pull it out. Then at seven, we have Brighton. I think just the love from the fans and the pure passion of the players will be enough to keep them up that end of the table. Do I see them coming top six, top five? I don't think so. But I think if that Brighton squad can stay up in the top ten, it's a win on their, it's a win on their books. Okay, I'll just quickly go through my ten to, ten to six then, because I, I've got quite similar in these two positions to you. I've gone 10th Brentford, same as, 9th West Ham, 8th Newcastle, and my only big change is, I've got Manchester United finishing 7th. No, James. That's a big call, but I just don't see him turning it around enough. Here's where I have the issue. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut for fear I might say something horrible. Okay, no. Why, why, why would you see him finishing? But I just don't see. I just it gets toxic at Man United. I just see Ronaldo's on the bench. I can see him causing a storm, and then they'll have a few bad games. January's only around the corner, though, James. You see, it's easy goals, though. I don't think they let him. No, I can see. I can see the point of you saying they won't let him, but at the same time, I think the club will want to do him a justice. Want what's best for him, and I think. Definitely his agent will want him out of there. His agent will definitely want him out of there because he a man of his calibre 
even for his brand, it doesn't look well when you're trying to sell stuff to CR7 and he's sat on the bench weekend, we enjoy. You say this as well though, but when he's just after getting family settled in Manchester and the son is in the United Academy having a stormer of a season, I will add, he has ten. He's played six games. He has ten goals, six assists, and you definitely looked that up yesterday. But anyway, no, I seen it on Instagram <laughs> this morning. But nice try trying to catch me out. No, I will say a lot of this research I did this morning. Okay, well, um, at, least, at least you did a bit. I just sat down and went right. What feels right for this prediction? And I just put it down. Yeah, I did that ten, mi- ten minutes before we went live. I wrote down my... 10 minutes, as I was setting this up, Darrow was doing that prediction. So, if it, if it was anything wrong, he didn't put that much effort into it, so it's okay. Look, I managed <laughs> to whack it out in under two minutes. That's, that's, when that means it's going to be right. The only time I've ever seen that done is when Evan McDonald can whack one out in under two minutes. So do you want to do your top six now then? Right, we which shall. I know you're going to have United in there, which I don't agree with, but apart from that, we've got the same teams. Yeah. Top six is more or less the top six as right. it usually is. At six, I have Spurs. Just Spurs. Don't like them. Never will like them. Don't like them, but I do think the squad's good this year. Mm. A very underperforming squad, I will add. Look, the table. you can... You, I suppose it's, it's early. Like, it's, it's now, I, I will say, the heavy hitters this year have been underperforming, bar yeah. City and Arsenal. It's true. For Spurs to still be third on that table, I see it as a miracle. I'm going to kick this as Arsenal are a heavy hitter. <laughs> that's going to come back to bite me in the ass later on then at 5 I have Liverpool FC Liverpool the season bad but all the more all the better for a comeback yeah we know the Liverpool fans they love something to light the I fire under them back a bit more than that though as well I can but at the same time is it too little too late I mean that's right when I have Nunes I mean he's, he's done he's more <laughs> he had a good start to the season bar yeah, the red card no he played well in that game where Haaland flopped Haaland missed a few saves yeah. and everyone was saying oh Haaland's absolutely trash and he's going to score 14 goals in 8 games God, yeah. he was laughing he was laughing at the people calling him trash he was like you don't know what I'm about and he's got a neat bit about it <laughs> I do think Liverpool fans plenty of passion there plenty of passion in the club they just need something to light that fire under yeah, them yeah of course Sadio Mane is the best player in the world. Another iconic What you laugh for? What you laugh for, Chris? What you laughing? Are you serious? <laughs> Listen, I don't do if buts and maybes, I do absolutes. Look, if your aunt if your auntie had balls, she'd be your uncle, but she doesn't, so she's not. And that was Connor Moore's sketches, everyone. Thank you very much. Now, at fourth we have Chelsea. Chelsea? Now Obviously, another underperformance side at the minute. I think they took Tuchel out of the game too early. I think they should have given Tuchel more of a chance. They didn't give him that time. I know last season might not have been the result they wanted, but I don't think last season anyone was coming above that City and that Liverpool squad. They were. It was a battle for the ages between the two of them, and I just don't think Chelsea were at that calibre. But that's nothing to blame Tuchel for. He managed to bring an underperforming Chelsea squad and win them a Champions League at one yeah. stage. So I Power, don't think. Power's been doing well now as well. I think Powerball could be, could be the one. Now, I did not see that happening. I thought it was the wrong signing for them. They need a high caliber manager. But. 
And all Chelsea fans that I've been talking to haven't been happy about it. They want to be coming to to stay. I would have want if I, as a Chelsea fan, I would have wanted Tuchel to say he has the history. He has that. He's a well-seasoned manager, like I say. I just think he needed more time just to like Jurgen Klopp. The Chelsea, the Chelsea board is very disloyal to what managers they have in. Whereas you see with Liverpool, they may be underperforming, but there's no chance of Klopp moving out of there. Yeah, no chance at all. Even if they underperform, probably onto now fourth, is it? Fourth, I had Chelsea. Third. So I'll let you do as far we'll do our top three. What we need to do as far as the top three. Okay, so in sixth I've got Brighton, which is just one above United. Because I, I just think I know Brighton are always been. I never really liked Brighton as an Arsenal fan. You know the whole Mape hitting Leno and Dusty making an ass of himself. I mean, I've just never really liked them as a club, but I, they're doing well at the minute. So I've got to give them sixth. Fifth, I've got Chelsea because I just think they're always going to be up there, regardless of how bad or good they're playing. I mean, maybe thinking now Tuchel is quite... I mean, Potter has been doing... It will do quite well. Maybe they'll stay past Spurs, but for now I'm going to stick with that. Look, I'll be honest with you. I don't see Potter lasting longer than two seasons. I can, I'd agree with you there. Maybe. I can see him, I can see him maybe taking the Incan job for Southgate. Possibly. I think it's a step onto bigger things that he needs that experience at a bigger club. But I don't think... It was the right choice for Chelsea as a long-term option. And then fourth, I've got Tottenham Spur- Hotspur. I just think Kulisevsky, Kane, Son, they just have a bit about them this year. And I don't know that's hard to say. Stick them back but down. Put them back down tonight. I'm actually going to swap them with Bournemouth and I'm going to put Bournemouth in third and fourth. <laughs> and Tottenham finish last again. They're not going to win another match this season. As a okay. Arsenal fan and United fan, I completely agree. Okay. Now, now, top three... At this home. is where it's gonna get it's gonna get very tasty here. We're not gonna go and see. Now, at number three, I have my lovely Manchester United boys. I do that think is cap. that is cap. I'm calling that right now. Look, I see. I can see the rest of the season turn up for United. Ayrton Hag has the right mentality. Look, Fred, though. Look, but then, at what at what stage does? Ten Hag cop on and put in Casemiro. I can only see it going up from here. I think that Man City loss was the last of our woes. I think it's all up from here. Because you can't go further down from that embarrassment. And we've seen with Ten Hag performances like that, like the start of the season, after, after the Brentford game and the Brighton game, he made them run the length of the distance that they were outran that day. I 16 kilometres they were outran mm. that training they were told no footballs just running 16 kilometres and I can't imagine what he's going to do to them now after and that City, City loss. Yeah, we want to make him run 16k and make him run against the brick wall to get ready for Adam. and have them practising their headers, <laughs> have them, headers yeah. and their slide tackles so top two you've got Arsenal and City there so I can only imagine what way this is going to go I think we have them in the same order now Look, so at number two, I have your Arsenal Gunners. I don't know why you're crying. You have them in the same place. Second, yeah, second squad. Look, for that for that Arsenal squad, I'd be taking that. I'd be happy with that. No, no. Please continue the podcast. No, James is just collecting his food. 
There's no worries, Tom. Um, so, Arsenal obviously have had their little bit of time in the sun, but I don't see it all panning out sun and roses for them. They've obviously had a very good season so far, picking up very few losses and very little goals Broke against time. them. Now, this man is going to tuck into a bit of grub. <laughs> I, might talk, I might actually, I don't know. No, Just I'll finish my prediction first. Know, perfect. Don't make, don't make noise. Well, a lovely smell coming towards us. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I was just saying, Arsenal, they've had their time. I don't see them holding it together the rest of the season. But for that Arsenal squad, I'd be very proud of a second place. I agree with you there. So third, I've got Liverpool. Well, first, I've got City anyway. So that, that's, a, that's a given. Look, City, they're a fabulous squad. They're very well put together. Pep knows exactly why he's at. The board of management knows exactly what they're at. They know who to build their team around. Kevin De Bruyne is absolutely fabulous. Erling Haaland does exactly what he was put to do. Does exactly what it says on the tin. City just too too well an oiled machine. I don't see them not winning this title. Completely agree. You stop Haaland, you still got Bernardo Silva, Kevin De Bruyne. Exactly. Kevin Sony De Bruyne. Greenish. Kevin De Bruyne works part-time as delivery driver because he's just that... And he delivers Chinese food because he's just that good at delivering balls. Man. He's like, he just likes to provide the service. He just provides the service. That, and he's that good at delivering balls. Whether it's chicken balls, footballs, could be making American football, throw them in anywhere, as long as it... Well, I totally agree with you 2-1, but for third, I've got Liverpool. And I actually have a theory about Liverpool. Go for it, so, You know, wake up. I've seen from after seven years, his team starts to decline. I wonder mm. if that because they are taking the inhalers as a rumor because they all apparently have asthma, which doesn't make any sense. So I wonder team. if they've gone to a doctor and the doctor has told Klopp after seven years he's passed for their health for them to stay taking inhalers mm. and don't have Now, that's a conspiracy, all right. I can. I know it's out there. It's out there. Now, I've heard a lot worse rumours and a lot worse of conspiracy I've theories. Said worse, I've said worse already. So. <laughs> My God, we have. We've come up with some outrageous things here today. So, look. That's, that's the table for now. So, that, that is hopefully going to be the order. The one I called out there, not the one you called out, because that's patchy in places. Patchy in places. Look, maybe one or two. You can say it's patchy, but I put it together two minutes before this podcast yeah. started. So, so, I apologise to anyone who took offence or. Just didn't agree. Share. I've actually got a quiz. Oh dear. I've actually got a quiz. And what this is, is I've got quotes from Roy Keane. And I'm going to call it, what's Keane all giving out about? And basically, I'm going to call out the quote. I'm going to do my best. Let me, let me try a Roy Keane accent. I'm going to do it. From Cork? You can't play there. Is that? Oh, wasn't bad at all. It's very bad. Cork accent. Can I just get a fish and chips and a sausage supper? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Okay, so I've got his quote. So if I said, like, when did you burst onto the scene? What sort of centre back burst onto the scene? The answer would be Michael Richards, not saying he burst onto the scene. If you get this, it could be a thing, or it could be. Now, can I ask you the question? Are these when he was playing, or talking back to when he played, or is it stuff he said on Monday Night Football? I think it's mostly punditry, but. Stuff okay, right. So, question one. I'll give it a go. It'll be even harder as we go on. So, question one. I wouldn't even let him on the bus after the match. Get a taxi back to Manchester. It's their options. What are you on about? 
I think I know. Shout out. It's between two for me. I'm going to, but I'm going to lean towards Harry Maguire or David De Gea. I'm wrong. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Who? David De Gea. David De Gea. I'll give you that one because it's the first one. But from now on... Strict rules. Strict rules, okay. They were never going to win the league. He's here to win some trophies. FA Cups. What's he talking about? What is he? Because that, that could be a number of things, but... FA Cups. Here to win trophies. He's here. So that plays. Ronaldo. Ronaldo rejoined United. That's two from two. You're on the road. There we are. Okay. This one's a bit harder now. I don't, I don't actually know if I, I'd get this one. But maybe if you have a think about it, you might come to some sort of clip. Okay. I'm all ears. Scott, you're going to war. Don't even look at them. Talk to them after the game. Don't even talk to them after the game. No. This one, it's not really a player or such. It's more subjective. More squad. about a thing. Oh, talking to him after the game. Feel like might be leaning towards interviews and talking to interviewers after the game. I give you one more guess. You're on the right track, but you're not quite, not quite there. Yet. Now I feel like since I'm a United fan. Do you want to cheat? What do you think about that? No, I don't mind if I do. I've got a gym after this now, James, so I can't be. Slacking on the chips, oh. No. I'll have me one chip, that's okay. my cheat meal for today. Okay. Oh, God. Are you going to say... I call it cheat meals, meals. <laughs> I call it breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> I will say... Harry Maguire doing interviews after matches. I shouldn't really, I shouldn't really on this, it's going to make sound on the podcast, but it's actually, you're on there. You're talking about players hugging each other in the tunnel. Ah. Because of course he, he doesn't like that, because back in his day, he, he back in his day, City and he headbutted. The only time you'd t- touch somebody in the tunnel, you'd be throwing them a headbutt or throwing them a box. Patrick Vieira. Okay, so we've two from three so far. Okay. I reckon... Three from five. It's better than what I expected. Three from five is probably a good score. It's a pass. It's a pass. Yeah. And as we, as you know from our leaving start, we take passes. Take passes. Turns my stomach. It's absolutely disgusting when he's trying to get other players in trouble. Now, God, I'm having a bit of difficulty. Is there any hints going, James? Um, Can I fall for it? How, how would I give you a hint without giving it up? Um, Neymar's famous for it. Diving. No. And any player in particular? No. No, just diving in general. Just, just diving in general, that was an easy one. I kind of gave it that. Okay. Right, okay. I'm, I'm, that's my fault, I'm the quiz master. I could have said Samba tricks. I'll take what you could have said. You could have said missing a match on his sister's birthday. Crying in the stands, flirting with women during the game. Cheating on wives. Is it, is it Is that... Open to interpretation, You have, you have, you have inside information there, do you? Me and um, the Neymar de Santos family just very close. Very close. You've heard it here first. Um, Neymar's actually been to Spa. He actually, yeah, he lived in Spa Hill there for a brief period. For a brief period of time. Now, okay. last question. One. There are things I regret and he's not one of them. 
Now, we discussed this earlier before the podcast. I said, now it's between two in my head, but we were discussing earlier the last time that United, that uh, Haaland of any form, son or father, played against United. Erling Haaland's father got his knee snapped in two by Roy Keane. But. Yes, he did. But is but that the. Question, I'm going to say. Can you repeat the question to me? I'm going to have to pick back up the sheet. Okay. Kind of, it, taking away the dramatic, I wanted to like. But I'm. There I'm are things I regret in life, and he's not one of them. I think this is a quote from his book. Look, I'm going to say. Quote from the book, I'm going to say when he broke Erling Haaland's father's leg. That is. Correct. Well, that's, that's three no. and a five. That's not that's not. It's four and a five. The diving. No, that's a controversial one. It's a controversial one. But I'll say three and a half. You'd give me a B in the exams. Okay, I give you. Didn't get many of well, them. That's forty-five minutes there, so I think I'm quite happy with that. Look, it's been absolutely lovely, everyone. I thank you very much for listening. It's been and thank you for to James for having me. You've been a wonderful host. We're actually going to, I think that's, that's gone very well. I don't actually have an intro. Okay.